This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Welcome back to Hour 2 of Gun Sports Radio, where your hosts, Dave Stahl, Joe Germisi, and Michael Schwartz, educate you on anything and everything related to our Second Amendment right. Visit GunSportsRadio.com with your questions and comments, and to learn how to become a guest or sponsor of the show. Now here comes Hour 2 of Gun Sports Radio, and your hosts, Dave, Joe, and Michael. All right, folks, welcome back. This is FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. Hey, special offer. And, and folks, I just have to tell you up front, we had the front site gentleman online. We're doing this strictly for you. There are so many people buying guns, and the most important thing you need to do is get training. And we have an opportunity, and there's no strings attached. We're not going to keep your emails or phone numbers or do any of that stuff. And this special offer is awesome. When and it's your because when it's your time, will you be able to protect yourself since you bought a gun? Will you really know how to use it? No. Well, Front Sight is the world premier firearms training facility. Google it; you'll see exactly what we mean. It's located in Pahrump, Nevada, just about forty minutes outside of Las Vegas. And through our relationship with Front Sight founder and director, Dr. Ignatius Piazza. We have arranged for you and your family to train there uh, for free. That's right, free of charge. So go to frontsite.com backslash gun sports radio to secure a $2,000 four-day defense handgun course. Absolutely free of charge. There'll be no hidden surprises, no catches. They're not going to keep your car keys. You really need to go check it out. So go to frontsite.com backslash gun sports radio. And after your first course at Frontsite, not only will you have the skills that surpass 99% of the gun owner population, but you, you will actually go back the following year and the following year and the following year. And it's totally guaranteed. Act before these free courses are all taken up. Secure your free four-day course at frontsite.com backslash gunsportsradio, and you might see us at Frontsight. Also, this hour is brought to you by our very good friends at Cali Key. So drop in a Cali Key into your AR-15 or AR-10 to instantly make it California compliant. For more information, check out Cali Key at calikey.com. That's K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. And for self-defense and emergencies, that can happen to anyone, and unfortunately, the justice system may not be on your side while you protect your family and property. U.S. Law Shield is here to defend you 24-7, 365 days a year with the comprehensive self-defense coverage at an affordable price. Bad guys don't take the days off, and neither does U.S. Law Shield. What's your plan after you defend yourself or your family? Consider a plan from U.S. Law Shield. Check them out today at uslawshield.com. That's uslawshield.com. All right, I think we've got the big blogger coming on right now. This segment is brought to you by San Diego County Gun Owners. For as little as $10 a month, you too can join, and the benefits are endless. Go to www.sdcgo.org. That's sdcgo.org. Join today and make your voice heard. Joe Germisi, our covert blogger, and you can read all of his blogs at the sdcgo.org website. And we're going to talk about legally transporting a firearm. So how do you do it? You hold it in the left hand or the right hand? Yeah, you can do it in either hand as long as it's locked, right? Mm -hmm, Very good. (laughs) 
So, um, yeah, well, can't, um, where this came from, I guess, we had one of our board members, uh, Jeff Malik, mm-hmm. um, had mentioned uh, a little while ago, he was in the, a gun range somewhere, and he was noticing, um, you know, people in there that were obviously new to it, and people seemed to be confused about, you know, how they have to transport the guns. I think he said somebody came in there with a, a gun in a FedEx box or something like that. Um, that'll work. So, uh, yeah, cause you know, if you're in the range, uh, you can kind of tell, you know, people that have been there before or they're new to it or something like that. So, um, you know, he suggested maybe we talk about it or write about it or something. So I thought, yeah, it's a good idea. It's a, a nice little easy article and, uh, wrote that out and uh, posted this morning. I actually got to learn something <laughs> this morning cause it's, uh, you know, things are confusing out there in California related to guns and gun laws and things like that. So, um, you know, I wrote the article up about, you know, what you have to do if you're transporting, you know, firearms in a vehicle and, um, published it. And, uh, you know, I published the articles on our, um, on our website, on the blog page. And then we also throw them up on the Facebook page for the San Diego County gun owners, Facebook page. And, uh, I threw that, the article out there this morning and the thing just blew up. There was just in the first, uh, you know, hour, there were, I don't know, 70 or 80, um, you know, reactions to it. There was, uh, I don't know there were 30 or 40 comments, a whole bunch of shares and just a big discussion about it. And, um, it's interesting cause you know, transporting firearms, uh, because the laws aren't, aren't real logical. So with like long guns, it's pretty easy. Uh, they need to be unloaded, you know, and we're talking about rifles and shotguns. Um, they need to be unloaded. They should probably be cased. And, um, you know, and the trunk is a good idea. If you have a trunk, if you don't, the back seat's probably fine as long as they're in a case and you're okay. With um, handguns, it gets a little different there. And um, with handguns, again, they need to be unloaded and they need to be secured in a locked container. And um, that's where, you know, some of the um, the confusion comes up with. And it was interesting, uh, this morning, I had always, from the time I bought my first handgun, I was told that you had to lock the handgun and then put the locked handgun in a locked case. And then that was either, you know, in your back seat or something like that. And, um, you know, I never questioned it. I just figured, okay, that's goofy, but okay. Lots of things we do with handguns and guns out here in California are goofy. So I never really questioned it. And, um, I happened to include that in the article this morning and somebody pointed out, no, wait, there's not, you know, it does not have to be locked and then put in a locked case. And, um, and I went back and reread the, uh, the penal code and the, um, the information from DOJ and, and I'd read that stuff dozens of times and you just, you know, your mind, you see what you want to see. And I read right over that and <laughs> never questioned it. So it was good. Somebody pointed that out this morning. So I uh, made a little quick change in the article. Um, but that's a good thing uh, because, you know, there's lots of people and part of writing all these things is to get information out there and discussion and things. And there's, there's many, many people out there with a lot of uh, firearms experience. So it's good that people get involved and have those discussions. So let me do, can I do a, some, some Q&A? Yes. Okay, so if I'm transporting a pistol and I do not have a CCW, walk me through it. Okay, so if you're transporting a pistol, you're going to the range with your pistol. So the pistol has to be unloaded. Um, it has to be in a um, lockable container, and they don't define what a locked container is. Um, so a couple of things with a locked container, um, your range bag, for instance, or a gun case, a hard gun case, as long as you can lock it shut with a combination lock or a key lock, that's considered a locked container. Your center console, even if it has a lock on it, or your glove box is not considered a locked container. The trunk, if you have a real trunk in your car, is considered a locked container. So, um, you know, it's, it's not 
quite clear. And I um, remember talking to, uh, you know, because the thing with this is I always say that to err on the side of, um, you know, caution, you know, be overcautious, right. whether it be overconservative. Because I, uh, I talked to a sheriff's uh, sergeant one time uh, at the range, and I was asking about the locked container thing because I use a, a kind of a heavy canvas range bag, which I lock up because it's got zippers on, heavy-duty zippers, and they lock. Um, and I said, you know, is that okay, or does it have to be a hard case that's locked? And, you know, his comment, he said, you know, you're, you might be better off with the hard case, even though it's not defined that way. He said, you know, the reality is a lot of his deputies may not know and you'll be better off, you know, they're less likely to question a hard case with a lock on it than a canvas bag. Yeah, and a lot of people hear that and they think, well, gee, you know, why should we accommodate the police and Second Amendment and blah, blah, blah. No one's saying you can't. Do whatever you want. We're just saying that unless you have, uh, you know, tens of thousands of dollars to possibly put into a, a lawsuit, um, the best thing to do, the most, the, the, what, what we know is, you know, it appears to be 100% legal is to put an unloaded pistol in a, in a hard-sided case, make sure it's locked, and have your, your magazines separate from it. Now, is that different from what the law can be interpreted as? Yes. But we're saying we know that if you print transport it that way, that, that you're not even going to get questioned. Yeah, and again, like I said, you want to be conservative with this stuff because you can be completely right, and it can still cost you thousands of dollars to prove that you're completely yeah. right. Tens of thousands. Yeah. So it's crazy. Um, so again, it's it's better to be conservative. The other question that comes up while we're on pistols is magazines, uh, loaded magazines, because what I typically do or used to do, um, you know, I shoot matches every Saturday, and what I would do is load, you know, six or seven magazines up before I left. I'd stick them in my range bag in one of the compartments, then put the unlocked pistol in there, lock everything up and transport it that way. And, you know, there's some that that's fine. That's completely legal. There's nothing wrong with that. But again, there's some ambiguity there about having loaded magazines there. And it's, and the rule, I think, is as long as the magazine is not in the gun or somebody said touching the gun, but as long as it's secured like that and it's in the locked container, you'll be fine. But you know, again, I just, just out of being overcautious, I quit doing it. I figure I'll, I'll blow 10 minutes when I get up to the range and I'll load them. So, um, yeah, I, when I, when I transport firearms, whether they're long guns, you know, which are, you know, rifles and shotguns or pistols, they're in a hard case, they're unlocked. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let me back up. They're unloaded. They're locked in a hard case. And then my magazines are empty. I put them in my range bag with my ammo. Uh, I keep them both in the trunk. Um, if you, uh, you know, if you have a hatchback or something like that, then that, uh, locked case is, is perfectly fine in your backseat. Uh, well, it's not a problem. Well, what about this? I mean, this seems like this would make a lot of sense because I, you know, sitting out there loading could be a, you know, a little bit of a pain. What if you had your soft bag with your gun in that, and then you had a hard case that your, your, uh, magazines went in loaded, but it was locked. Yeah, and that would be fine, too. It's, uh, you know, and all this stuff is okay, because the thing you have to remember, what you don't want is you don't want a bunch of magazines laying on the front seat. No, no, That's no, what no, you no. don't you, want. <laughs> yeah, you want that cop to have to unlock a lot of different things to get to what it is he wants well, to see. Well, and that gets back to you don't have to let them unlock or see anything. Well, we, that's we asked, true. We asked John Dillon this um, a couple of months ago on here, and, um, you know, unless there's really no reason for them to go into your range bag for anything unless that had something to do with why you were pulled over, say. So, um, right. you know, so it's, it's just better to err on the side of caution if you can. And, and pro tip, uh, get a combination lock because losing your key, oh, 
Oh, that's frustrating. Oh, yeah, but I can't remember <laughs> my combination of same unless it's my birthday. Just tattoo it right yeah. out. Oh, all right, on my forehead. On forehead, yeah. In, in an emergency. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The Answer. Stay caught. There's more Gun Sports Radio with Dave, Joe, and Michael to come on The Answer San Diego. to Gun Sports Radio, educating you on your Second Amendment right. Now, here are your hosts of Gun Sports Radio, Dave Stahl, Joe Dramisi, and Michael Schwartz on The Answer San Diego. All right, folks, welcome back. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The Answer. All righty now. California assault weapon laws make it almost impossible to own an AR pattern rifle. What's the solution? Cali Key. It'll convert any mil-spec direct impingement AR pattern rifle into a straight full-bolt action rifle so it can have all the features without being considered an assault weapon. It's a true drop-in solution. No milling, no aesthetic modifications, and no turning off your gas system. Keep your entire AR collection intact at a price you can afford with Cali Key. Go to CaliKey.com. That's K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. Hey, this segment is sponsored by the good folks at U.S. Law Shield. USLawShield.com. If you own any firearm, talk to the good folks at U.S. Law Shield about what happens after the bang. All right, we got Joe Dramisi back again, and we're going to do a gear review. What do you got for us today? So I got something that's um, that's uh, fun, a good piece of um, gear, I guess, for any gun owner. Um, what I've got is the Competition Electronics Pocket Pro 2 Shot Timer. And um, if you shoot matches, you uh, oh yeah, you can see that over here now. These yeah, you got the you got the so, old uh, telly on. All right, good. So um, yeah, if you shoot competitions <clears throat> and things like that, this is a kind of a critical part of your training gear stuff that you should have. But this is really useful for um, just everyday you know shooters and gun owners too. Um, what it does is when you're at the range, it allows you to time. Um, you could time your draw to uh, first shot speeds. Um, you could time your your split times between shots, and it helps you train and get a little bit better. If um, you know, we talk about John Korea and his videos and things on here from time to time, and uh, John's fond of saying that um, you know, for draw to first shot for concealed carriers, um, you know, he he says kind of the national standards like two seconds. You should be able to draw from concealment and get that first shot on target within two seconds. Um, he said, you know, professionals, I think he says 1.5 seconds and then experts, I'm not sure what the difference is between experts and professional. Uh, he says like, uh, <laughs> 1.5 seconds, something like that. Um, you know, most, if you work at it, most people can do it. I mean, I'm not particularly fast and I can do it probably in one and a quarter seconds with that. But, um, with a shot timer, it's good because, um, you know, if you could see these things and especially this one, this pocket pro two, you'll see this a lot. If you shoot, um, USPSA matches, you'll see a lot of the guys use these because, you know, on the one hand, it's, it's kind of big and it looks kind of clunky if you you feel it, you know, it's like a big brick. Um, but this is really handy when you're, you know, if you've seen matches, there's the person shooting, there's the um, range officer right behind them that's running the timer. And it's really easy for the range officer to run this thing and watch the shooter and do what he's doing. Uh, the person that's recording the data can easily see the screen on this because it's nice and big. So it works really well. Um, if you're practicing on your own, there's a nice clip on this. And what people will do is clip them onto their belt. 
and you could start it and you can actually look down and read the uh, display from your belt so it works out really well and um like what we were doing um practicing uh before um at the range the other day practicing transitions so if you're if you're shooting it's nice to be able to go from one target to a second target to a third target it's nice to be able to do that as quickly as you can and still hit accurately so with the shot timer um, you can record your times and again if you're training seriously you want to be writing this stuff down and you could see yourself you could see yourself getting faster and you could change it up and do different drills and you could see the split times between your shots you could see how long it's taking the transition uh, for those of us if you shoot competitively one of the things you're trying to do as you progress and get better is if i've got three targets and i'm taking two shots say at each target so i'm going two 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 what I want to be able to do is get that so that, like, if I was at the range, if Michael was there with me and Michael wasn't watching me, if he's just listening, you should not be able to tell that I'm shooting at three different targets. It should just be bam, 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 six, uh, six um, shots. And the timers will help you see that. It'll help you see, okay, it was, you know, it was 0.2 seconds from the first shot to the second shot. You could see it was 0.3 seconds because I was transitioning to the next target. So you can do that kind of stuff with it. So it's really helpful for, um, you know, not just competitive shooters. Well, but how does it record the shots? Do you do you have to push a button or does it automatically do it? No. So what you do is you uh, put this on. It automatically does it. You set it. So um, you turn this thing on. And um, what you'll do is you push the button on the side. Right. You'll hear a delay, then a beep. There you go. And mm -hmm. it'll keep going until uh, actually it'll take this clip here. There's one way to do it. Um, but it'll record all the shots. And from then, the sound of, of the... It hears the sound of the shot. Uh, now, would it pick up a sound from somebody else's shooting? You can, on this one and on most of them, you can adjust the sensitivity. So, you know, if you were doing this in a range with somebody right next to you, it might pick that up. Okay, but normally... Um, you could turn it down a little bit. But if there's somebody down a few bays or something like that, it won't pick that oh, up. Oh, that's pretty cool. So, um, yeah, and it's, like I said, you could adjust this, the sensitivity. So if you are having that problem, you could make it a little less sensitive. Mm -hmm. and you so have so issue. if you're practicing, you can hit the little button mm -hmm. and then draw from concealment and then hit the little button... Little little delay. Wait uh -huh. for the beep. It, it wait for the beep. It beeps. You mm -hmm. draw from concealment, and you get a sh two shots on target, and then you engage another target. Get two shots on target. So uh, then you can uh, you know reholster or put your firearm down or whatever, and it will show you. Okay, it took me uh, two seconds to get the first shot off because I was pulling from concealment. Exactly. And then it took me a half a second to do the second to do the second shot. And then it took me a, a, a second and a half to get that third shot up. Oh, you know, what did I do wrong there? And, and it records that whole thing. You can look down there and see your whole your whole stream of, of uh, your course. Exactly. And it'll hold uh, 99 different sessions like that. So you can do that 99 different so times. So you can go back. You can go back to it and re, you know, write them all down yes. and then clear it. Uh-huh. You can go Does back it, to what it was. So when you do your last shot, it stops measuring or does it continue to measure? No, it'll it just goes to your last shot. So when you look down there, you'll see the time that you fired your last shot. And then you can look at the display and um, what it'll show you, you'll see the first shot. So that's telling you, okay, how fast did I draw mm -hmm. and get that first shot off? And then you'll see the split time from first to second. So and you'll split know, time from second to third. Right. And, and then nothing. Yeah, until you're until you're done, until you don't shoot anymore. So what you'll be able to see, though, you'll be able to tell, okay, you shot and it was bam, bam. So you'll be able to see how quick that was. Then it'll probably be a little bit longer as you transition between that next right. split time. Then it'll be quicker. And what you're trying to do is get really consistent and then faster right. split times. 
This is also helpful um, with dry fire practice. Remember we talked about mm -hmm. that uh, before. That was one of your favorite yeah, your subjects. Fa yeah, your favorite subject. And um, with dry fire, just practicing your draw the first shot because what you can do is you can set a par time on this. And it'll pick so, up a click versus a bang. Well, no, no, no. It won't pick that up. But um, what, it'll, what you can do here is you could have that first beep go off and you draw on the first beep and you could set a par time. So if you're shooting for, say, one and a half seconds, I could shoot, uh, I could set the par time for one and a half seconds. So I'll hear the first beep, I'll draw, and I'm going to hear that second beep on one and a half seconds. So if I beat that second beep, I know I'm there. So what I would do, dry fire practice, I might start it at 1.5. Mm -hmm. And okay, I'm consistently beating that. I might knock it down to 1.3 and then see if I can beat that and then go down to 1.2. Gotcha. So it um, it really helps when you're timing yourself like that. It, it just really helps you improve. So, How much um, is it? This is, um, uh, what is it, $131 on Amazon. You can get it in a week. Mm -hmm. um, warranty stuff on here. It's got a two-year warranty. They'll uh, repair and place, uh, replace anything that's wrong with it. Um, beyond that, they'll repair things for a fee. Mm -hmm. so, um, so it's got that kind of stuff with it. But um, a really good, useful uh, tool, though. Like I said, you see them around. I've got a uh, another one. I've got two. But I've got a different one from a different company. It's a little bit smaller than this. And, you know, and it works just as well. I mean, it does all the stuff this one does. The thing is, with the smaller one, you would think that's better because it's smaller, but the buttons are smaller, the mm. display's smaller. This bigger one actually is, uh, it's pretty light, is right? a lot nicer. Yeah, take it out. Check it out. That display you can uh, is nice and big and clear so that you can show it to the camera after and it, you're uh, and it's it, right. posting it is, on Facebook. And, uh, <laughs> you can see the display that way. I don't know if they can read it, um, but you see display on there, and again, if you watch matches, you'll see the the RO will just hold this thing over his shoulder to the guy that's writing down all the scores, so they can read it from a distance. Again, if you're doing it by yourself, it's this clipped to your belt. You could actually look down and you can read everything. Can you there. download that to a computer or an iPad? Um, does it have that ability? I don't think it does, but I don't want to be. Um, I wouldn't say that for sure because oh, I do it the old-fashioned way. I always jot things down. I don't see a uh, connector a on there for a USB yeah, or anything. Okay. Yeah, I mean, just um, but then a lot of things nowadays oh are Bluetooth. But, Look at all um, the information. Yeah. So uh, and there's three different screen displays you can put. You can have it display just the time. Um, you can have it display the time and all the split times, the first shot, the last shot, and there's a third mode that has all that plus the number of total shots. If mm -hmm. that was uh, important to you, that's interesting. Hmm. So, um, but yeah, the uh, like I said, the. Um, Competition Electronics Pocket Pro. Have you used one of these before? I, I have not used one, but I've back when I used to do IDPA fairly often, um, saw it all the time. He doesn't need one. Yeah, and you see these. I need a calendar. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody with a crayon. Yeah. yeah. Okay, there's the first shot. All right, well, he started on Monday. Okay, let's go take a break. He'll, he's getting ready for that second shot. All right, we got to hit the road, but we're not going too far because our buddy's coming back up here. Good David Chong. I bet he's you. He doesn't need to use one of those things either. He's that quick. That's right. We're listening to FM ninety six one, AM eleven seventy. The answer. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back. This is Gun Sports Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. All right. Thousands of pandemic panic buyers just found out what San Diego shooters and Joe and Mike know is A.L. Sword Firearms in El Cajon has the widest selection of guns in the county. A.L. Sword has hundreds of different new and used guns in stock and everything you could want for an AR-15. 
whether you're looking for the latest competition rifle, combat pistol, or collectible cowboy iron. You'll find it all at A.O. Sword. They are also professional gunsmiths with a full machine shop. They can clean, repair, upgrade, or even customize your gun, including Cerakote. A.O. Sword Firearm is at 929 East Main Street, just off Mollison and El Cajon. Best of all, they are friendly, informed, and actively support your rights. See for yourself with this legal and technical update on Facebook. Check out alsword.com or just give them a call at 619-749-4867. And here's our firearms technical expert, Mr. David Chong. How you doing, buddy? Happy Father's Day, everybody. Ho, ho, ho. Happy, Happy Father's, Father's Day, Day David. Father's Day. You, you know I like my dad jokes, so for Father's Day I get to tell one. <laughs> when does a joke become a dad joke? I don't know. When? When the punchline becomes apparent. Ah, yes. That's a good one. I like that. Hey, I want to backtrack just a little bit in conversation. Top of the hour, we, we were talking about uh, uh, safe gun storage and what the penal code says. Oh, yeah. yeah. I absolutely agree with uh, uh, what you guys said about, uh, you know, there's a difference between uh, what is lawful and what is prudent. And I always tell people you, what you're trying to do is not just avoid the jail time, but avail, avoid the ride and the confiscation of the gun. Um, uh, just for the libertarian minded out there, I, I also want to offer the counterpoint, which is on the state level, you know, it just says locked container and doesn't say what that means uh, other than to say it is secure, fully enclosed and locked by something. Uh, padlock, key lock, combo lock, similar locking device. On the federal level, it says uh, secure storage, safe, gun safe, gun case, lock box, or other device that is designed to be or can be used to store a firearm, and it can be unlocked only by means of a key combo or other similar means. So as you noted, Michael, I believe, uh, you know, that, that doesn't say specify whether it's hard or soft case um, in these times, uh, normally I, I advocate for absolutely be as prudent as possible because not every deputy or officer is a expert on every single point of the penal code or the U.S. code. Um, in these times where I'm seeing people in Santa Monica, for example, getting ripped out of their cars and beaten by angry mobs, uh, same thing happened to truckers again, like it did in LA. Mm. Uh, I, I have also advised people that uh, of the specific law and what doesn't, what is and is not specified. And, and if they want to carry something at the risk of, uh, at least being detained, uh, in a soft case, uh, locked under the letter of the law with loaded magazines in a, uh, outside of the gun, uh, in a different pouch that there's, there is a, the case that can be made for that in these times. And you're trading some of that prudent avoiding of the ride, uh, and following the letter and spirit of the law for potentially facing a officer who doesn't know the full scope and specificity of the law who may detain you and you may be arrested. Um, but uh, I'd rather be arrested and uh, proven not guilty in a time like this without a CCW uh, than uh, killed by a mob. So, Dave, let me ask you this. Would this be offensive to the police officer or would it be good for the police officer 
if you had a copy of that law? It would be very helpful. Absolutely very helpful. And I'd probably want to carry that in the uh, one of the, uh, in the bag. Uh, of my, whatever my bag is. Yeah. And laminate I, it, want it to- have it laminated. So, and, but make sure it has all the right numbers on it. So it doesn't look like something you wrote. Right. And it's very easy to uh, Google what matter of fact, you know, I'll, I'll throw it up on uh, AOSword.com. Okay. Uh, 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 the link to both the state and federal uh, law, it'll be there this afternoon. And then be polite to the police officer and say, you may not be aware, but let me show you this out of the penal code. Absolutely. Absolutely correct. And and quite frankly, you have to, I, I tell people uh, self-defense is not uh, about being politically correct. It's uh, about surviving the fight and, or, or, or the, the interaction. Mm-hmm. And if, if you just know that you're the kind of person that doesn't have positive interactions with police, I would say that you need to tend towards the absolute most restrictive interpretation of the law right. because you're, you're going to talk yourself into trouble. Yeah. If you're a person who generally has positive interactions with the police for whatever reason you assign that, I'm not here to analyze that, then this might be something you would uh, be comfortable doing. Right. And, yeah. of course, the best thing is to take advantage of all of the gains the San Diego County Gunners have made for us uh, with Sheriff Gore by getting your CCW. Without a doubt. To explaining uh, the law to law enforcement is how I got into activism. I was, I was, <laughs> and I'll well, tell you, bless them. The, the penal code, if you ever care to sit down a over a cup of coffee, book. Yeah. it's a big it's book. A big book. They, they c- cannot be expected to know every yeah. individual point. Uh, it, by the way, it's written, for example, the portions that deal with gun laws are written by a bunch of people in Sacramento who, guess what, don't yeah. know a darn thing about guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I want to talk a little about inventory. Um, you have we, inventory? Uh, we, we actually have inventory. We've been uh, pleasantly surprised to hear over the, uh, specifically the past week, uh, several people coming in. Wow, we went to three, four other shops, and nobody else had handguns. You still have them? But we're, boy, I'm I'm tired. It's been three and a half months of, uh, mm-hmm. you know, sixteen to eighteen hour days. Uh, I'm scrambling to buy everything I can, uh, and just part of the relationship I have established with my distributors and my manufacturers. Uh, we talk on a daily basis, and so they they throw me their allocations, and so every day we're getting in five to. 10 handguns and every day we end with none left. Wow. Um, yeah. Uh, we're selling hundreds of AR-15s. I'm very pleased to see many first-time buyers uh, not see a, hand, a semi-auto in the case that they want, uh, not want to go with a revolver, and then uh, make uh, what I believe is a very informed decision to pick one of our custom AR-15s that uh, meets their price level from 700 to $2,000 or more, uh, just depending on what kind of performance and capability they want. So Dave, explain and, custom. Yeah. Explain custom. So from, we from have, AL Sword. we have, I would say California's largest selection of AR 15 components in stock on the wall. As a matter of fact, I would challenge you even in t- times where supply is plentiful, find an online website that has 44 different varieties of AR-15 and LR-308 barrel in stock on the wall. You, you won't find it. Wow. Uh, I, I, I don't know of another place that has that many varieties. And be, because we build truly custom AR-15 platforms to meet 
an individual shooter's need. You you, you want to do this at that range with this caliber? I've got mm-hmm. it. The six five six eight two two three wild uh, five five six a two two three dedicated um, three hundred blackout two 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 Valkyrie. Uh, all all the calibers that are out there, we've got not just one barrel, but multiple barrels for them in multiple lengths. Stainless steel four sixteen R forty one V fifty vanadium uh, nitrided chrome lined. There's an endless variety, and then we can talk about plas- plat- uh, excuse me uh, uh, gas lengths and uh, profiles and Cerakote. <laughs> and Cerakote, if you wanted a, a bling color, absolutely. We can at least try to talk about Cerakote. No, I just want to say it because I'm still practicing, okay? <laughs> so I, I just laid a bunch of technical jargon out there. You sure did. Materials and, but the point is, is when you come in, you do not have to be pre-studied and know a darn thing about an AR-15 or barrel profiles. We we interview you and, and ask you, what do you want to use it for? Mm-hmm. Um, it, we'll ask questions that you didn't even know to ask to help draw out um, what you what you want, and then we'll point you in uh, not just, okay, well, then you need this. We'll, we'll tell them, all right, well, based upon what you've said, you'd kind of be looking at these four barrels, and let me tell you what you gain and lose with each one. If you want it all, here it is at this price. Mm-hmm. If you want to tend towards uh, accuracy, you're going to go here. If you want to be able to do high rate of fire and uh, light or lightweight for ease of transport, uh, here's your other options. And we walk them all the way through. Uh, uh, oh, we got maybe a hundred different varieties, well, over a hundred varieties of handguards, uh, free floated and otherwise. A um, wow. uh, couple different kinds of uh, upper receivers, including non-reciprocating side chargers, which I love. Uh, uh, dozens of varieties of uh, lower receivers, and then we can choose to uh, choose a bunch of different California compliance options so that you can legally own and operate this ar-15 uh here in california hey david um question came up last week actually uh what is the obviously the most uh common caliber is 556 or 223 absolutely for an ar what's the second most most common these days uh 300 blackout has absolutely claimed the championship there well um it's it's here to stay it is not a fad uh 300 blackouts uh quite popular uh it's it's a, a wonderful caliber for shooting suppressed, and unfortunately, we don't have the ability to do that here in California. But even uh, even supersonic, uh, uh, it it it's a good hard hitting round out to three hundred meters. So, is it a good uh, you know um, compare three hundred blackout to five five six um, when it comes to a uh, you know home defense or a bump in the night gun? Sure. I uh, if I had a suppressor, I would I would love to have a uh, short-barreled uh, 300 blackout, but uh, 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 those days are you, we can't get the pistol length uh, in a semi-auto configuration anymore in California. Uh, the assault reg- uh, weapon registration window's gone, and we can't use bullet buttons. So uh, since we can't do a 300 blackout a semi-auto pistol, um, I would actually point towards the uh five five six or two two three uh you're you're gonna um have less over penetration which is my critical concern after uh effectiveness on target you got to do what you need to do to your target but you don't want to go through multiple 
uh, walls because by definition, if you're shooting in home def- in a home defense scenario, everything 360 degrees around you is stuff that you are that you care about. Interesting. So we don't want to go through too many walls. David, it's always an education when we chat with you. And the beauty of it, folks, and I can tell you honestly because I experienced it, when you don't know what you want, Dave will find out. All he'll do is ask you the right questions. And, you know, and trust me, folks, let them make the decision after he's asked all the questions. And trust me, you will be totally, totally uh, impressed and happy with whatever it is that he gets you. And that's Thank you very much, gentlemen. My pleasure. And you have another great happy Father's Day. And uh, go to bed. You've been working too long. I'm, I'm going to sleep. I, bye I, right now. I had a feeling. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break. Then the best part of the segment's coming up. Stumping Sam, the gunman. Every time somebody has a question on the show, we thought, hey, we got to ask Sam. We got to ask <laughs> Sam. Somebody write that down. All right, you're listening to Gun Sports Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. Hey, California assault weapon laws make it almost impossible to own an AR pattern rifle. What's the solution? Cali Key. Convert any mil-spec direct impingement AR platform rifle into a straight pull-bolt action rifle so it can have all the features without being considered an assault weapon. It's a true drop-in solution. No milling, no aesthetic modifications, and no turning off your gas system. Keep your entire AR collection intact at a price you can afford at Cali Key. Go to CaliKey.com. That's K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. Hey, self-defense and emergencies can happen to anyone, and unfortunately, the justice system may not be on your side. While you protect your family and property, U.S. Law Shield is here to defend you 24-7, 365 days a year. With the comprehensive self-defense coverage at affordable price, bad guys don't take days off, and neither does U.S. Law Shield. What's your plan? Uh, after you defend yourself or your family, consider a plan from U.S. Law Shield. Check them out today at uslawshield.com. That's uslawshield.com. Hey, the refi bell has been ringing off the hook. Home mortgage interest rates have dropped to the historic low. And if you're looking to buy a refi or if you're considering a reverse mortgage, call our local mortgage guy that you can trust. Call Chris Wiley at PRMI Mortgage. For nearly 25 years, Chris has been helping locals San Diegans with all their mortgage needs. Call Chris Wiley at 619-722-1303 or primeres.com backslash alpine. And one more time too, frontsite.com slash gun sports radio. There is a limited offer. Mm-hmm. You're going to get a free four-day class. No no hidden you know, uh, hooks or anything like that. Uh, it's real straightforward. We interviewed Ignatius Piazza at the uh, top of the show, and he did a great job. But you only have a limited time to go to frontsite.com slash gunsportsradio and get your free four-day training for Frontsite out in Nevada. All right, so here we have Stump, my nephew. Every week we have Sam the Gunman, who happens to be my nephew. He calls in. Uh, we get him a, a really, really hard question. Somebody usually writes in and and uh, gives us a really, really hard question. And if we use your question, you get a free T-shirt. 
And if you stump my nephew, you get a T-shirt and a hat from San Diego Ooh. County Gun Owners. Ah. All right, Sam, how you doing, man? Um, I'm doing. Uh, I'm not going to say I'm doing well because the past four days in the shop have been brutal. Really? Are people going nuts? They're buying a lot of stuff? Oh, yeah, it's crazy. And the supply chain is all completely backed up because the manufacturers haven't been able to get their people in uh, into their factories to produce the guns since the lockdown started and since the earlier wave of panic buying. So what are you, what are you guys selling? What, what are people coming in to buy? Everything. Just anything, huh? They come wow. in and just give me a gun. Yeah, we got completely wiped out a 9mm again today. Are they educated buyers or are they panic buyers? Um, it's both and everyone in between because when the panic buying starts, the people who are already gun guys um, go, oh, man, I'd better get what I want now before it all disappears. Yeah, well, wow. good. We need more We need, we need more gun owners. You know, I hate to see it. I hate to see people go in and buy a firearm when they need one. You should buy one before you need one. Right. But I'm I'm glad they're uh, they're finally joining the club. You have any kind of gauge as to how many of them are are new? Um, it's really hard to tell, and I've dealt with so many people even just today that they they kind of blur together a little bit after I get home. But um, it, it a, a pretty fair percentage of them are uh, are newer gun owners and. Um, we, uh, we try and help them as best we can, um, teach them important safety and technique fundamentals, and we also give them information about the classes uh, we offer out of our other location. Great. Awesome. All right. So here's your question. You ready? Let's have it. All right. Debbie from Lakeside writes in, and she wants to know, what is a backbore or what is a backboard barrel? You know what? I think you finally got me again. I'm just going to say that right off the bat. Debbie from Lakeside, thanks very much for the question. Um, if I have to venture a guess, <laughs> I would say that a backboard barrel is a barrel that has been um, reboard to restore the rifling, um, a, a barrel that's been shot out and, and has been... Uh, lined and uh, leaned out again to restore the rifling, but that's just a guess off the top of my head. I really couldn't tell you. Debbie from Lakeside gets a T-shirt and a hat. <laughs> so a backbore or a backboard barrel is a shotgun barrel whose internal diameter is greater than nominal for the gauge, but less than the SAAMI maximum. Uh, it's done an attempt to reduce the felt recoil, improve patterning, and uh, or, or change the balance of the shotgun. So, all right. Well, you got even the, the mighty have to fall every now and then, right? So, <clears throat> fantastic well, job. But I guess that uh, was a really great question. Um, thanks, it is right, thanks, Debbie. Yeah. So she'll right. appreciate it. She'll wear her shirt and hat proudly. I'll tell you what. I'm going to give you a makeup question. <laughs> all right. Let's hear it. You what know. is the she mentioned the uh, uh, S A A M I? Um, yep. What does that stand for? And Ammunition Manufacturers Institute. I was actually just talking uh, talking about them with your dad earlier. Of course you were. Why wouldn't you be? So one more time, S A A M I. What were you talking to him about? The Sporting Arms and Ammunition Manufacturers Institute, or SAMI, as we call it. And what? Um, yeah. What do they do? They set and maintain the specifications for um, cartridge and chamber dimensions in the United States. Their European counterpart is called CIP, 
Um, and basically, when you look on a box of ammo, um, it'll say in little fine print on the bottom that it conforms to SAMI specs, which means that the dimensions of the case, both inside and outside, and of the bullet, and the bullet seating depth, and the pressure, and everything like that, um, are okay to fire in uh, your gun. Oh, and there you go. Up. Good job. What were, what were you talking to your grandpa about, Sammy? What, 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 how did that come up? It's a long story, as it often is <laughs> with him. It is. All right. Well, that's a good. That's I, I, I hope you're having a good Father's Day with uh, with your dad and uh, with my dad. And you did a fantastic job. You didn't get the primary question right. That's okay. But you came in strong with the follow up. A fantastic job as always. Yep. Well, uh, thanks very much for having me on as always. And uh, like you said, Debbie, I hope you wear your hat and shirt proudly because that was a really good one. (laughs) (laughs) All right, buddy. You take care and say hi to the family and we'll talk to you down the road. You guys have a good night. Stay safe out there. All right. Well, we still got about five minutes. Uh, any any closing words? Well, I want to remind everybody about uh, Gun Prom, our Second Amendment celebration oh, yeah. dinner on August 15th. Uh, it's, uh, you know, in full swing. Tickets are on sale. You can buy them at, at uh, gunprom.com. You can buy individual. So, by the way, everybody, uh, a lot of people have been asking. We had an early bird special uh, where we deeply discounted the prices of the tables and and seats, and that is the early bird special pricing is staying uh, put throughout all the way up to, to the dinner. So uh, normally $150 for a seat, it's only $99. So buy your uh, your ticket today and uh, make sure that you don't miss out. How much is the table? Table, we have uh, three tables. Uh, a table of 10 is 99 times 10 seats. That's $990. So get your friends together and buy a table. But then there's also a wine level table which gets you closer to the stage, gets you a gift for everybody at your table, uh, gets you a little bit of promotion if you want to put it in your business name. Wine Table was $2,500, is now only $1,600 for eight seats. And then there's our Champagne Table, which uh, I believe we've, we've sold 14 Champagne Tables this year, normally $5,000. Uh, they're uh, uh, $3,000 this wow. year. Gets you right up front. Uh, next to the stage, uh, nice gift for everybody. You get champagne right. for everybody at your table. Um, you get a bunch of uh, drawing tickets. It's it's a really, really, really good deal. So check out gunprom.com. We're looking to get 800 people and yeah. have a nice big party and have a whole lot of fun. What about the, Excellent. What about, what about the beer table? Isn't there a the beer table? Beer table. I think beer table. That's your. Uh, that's, that's your ninety nine dollar a head for that's ten. Your, that's your 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 TV table at home. Just <laughs> sit there and enjoy a beer while we're all else having yeah, fun. Man, no, but there are, it is going to be fun. There's going to be a live auction oh, yeah. and a silent auction and awards and all kinds of fun. So, oh, yeah. Michael, did I hear you're going to join Morgan and I and go full Western this year with a Western hat and boots <laughs> and everything? <laughs> Uh, no, you didn't hear that. Yeah, you're sure. <laughs> I don't hey. have a hat. How do I? I would, I'd have to get my, I wouldn't, I, I don't think, I'd have to get like a 20 gallon hat. Go to Wild Bill's. Wild yeah, Bill will hook you up. You'd wear it. We could work it out. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if anybody wants to see yeah, that. Yeah, you never know. Hey folks, by the way, you know, for podcasts, go to your favorite podcast uh, platform and you can listen to any and all of our shows. Please support our great sponsors, the Gun Range San Diego at TheGunRangeSanDiego.com, Firearms Legal Protection at FirearmsLegal.com, San Diego County Gun Owners at SCCGO.org, U.S. Law Shield at USLawShield.com, Cali Key at CaliKey.com, PRMI Mortgage at PRMERES.com backslash Alpine, the Dillon Law Group at DillonLawGroup.com, A.O. Sword Firearms at AOSword.com. I want to thank Michael Schwartz, Joe Jermisi, Sam the Gunman, and Brandon Thomas. And go to Gunsports Radio. 
or GunsportsRadio.com for podcasts up to date. And don't touch that dial. Bob Siegel's in the house, and he is on fire. Why? Because it's Father's Day. Thanks a lot, folks. Be safe. We'll listen to you, or we'll tune us in next week for more on Gun Sports Radio. Gun Sports Radio, preserving America as a shining light on a hill through the expansion and preservation of your Second Amendment rights. Learn more about Gun Sports Radio, how to become a guest or sponsor by visiting gunsportsradio.com. Join Dave Stahl, Joe Dermisi, and Michael Schwartz every week at this same time as they enlighten you by sharing their unique and diverse knowledge of shooting and the outdoors. This has been Gun Sports Radio on The Answer San Diego. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl.